Ladies and gentlemen, you're good time with a good time and buds. I'm Austin. And I'm Kevin. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, in fact. Welcome back. It's been uh, it's been a little while since our last uh, We've episode. We've been on a hiatus of sorts. We were just we needed to get away from it all. We need to get away from the fame, the yeah, fans, the it's glory, tough. the money, the bitches, the ladies, all of it. It's tough. It's tough living this life. We'll get into exactly some <laughs> of the more details on why we've taken a small break. Although you may have noticed that we do have a couple smokes, or at least one, but possibly two smoke sessions up from our trip to. San Francisco, Francisco. Uh, which of course was with our good buddy Fergani. Oh, the the Ford man. And the Ford man and regular Patrick, who you'll learn about later. Yeah, so we won't dive too much into that. That'll come in our uh, in our story, but uh, for now we'll just talk about we're back. It's Christmas time. Uh, what a better time! I mean, it's the holidays. It's the I mean, holidays. We miss Thanksgiving, but sure. glorious time as well. We miss missed Halloween. Halloween, glorious time as now, well. Now, theoretically, we could do another episode with the good, with the rest of the good time and buds for do another Christmas. Ooh, episode. We, we saved do, Christmas last year. We could do a Hubilation type Ooh, podcast as Hubilation. well as fantasy tournament crowning of the champion. I like all of that. I think we should just do a bunch of Hubilations. I'm in. We doing that Saturday? Or are we still doing it Sunday? Whatever day works for the most people, which okay. so far has been Saturday. Sick. So. We've got our Christmas vacation Yolo. themed. Yeah, it's Christmas vacation themed. Amelia texted me today that and she is goes, "Dope as shit." When I was a little kid, we used to go to my uncle's house in Washington for uh, like Christmas and stuff. Uh, my dad literally had a, a dicky and a nice. fucking white sweater that he would wear. That's pretty baller. And fucking dude, we bought I we bought so many pairs of those moose mugs. Oh, yeah. And they always those, fucking break. Those are not the cheap. The antlers are so fragile on those things. My sister tried to buy them. Oh. And they're expensive. I assume it's because they're expensive to ship. And, yeah, and because that movie made them so fucking popular. That's true. Have you ever looked into the Jelly of the Month Club? No. That is fucking... It's like 160 bucks. Jeez. With 12 <laughs> jellies and jams. But it is the gift that keeps on giving the whole the year. The whole year. Did you see what uh, Fluke was wearing for... Uh, the dress-up day at school, no. at the high school this year. No. He was wearing, he had the Santa, Hanna, Santa hat on, had on like a sport jacket, and then he had a squirrel on his back. Oh, dude. Pretty fucking good. Not a lot of things I miss about high school. Well, kind of. But Fluke is definitely one of them. Fluke's definitely one God, of them. God, I miss that guy. He's got a good sense of humor. He loves gave Christmas me, vacation. He, um, think about how much he probably influenced our sense of humor without even really knowing it at the time. But, God, that guy was funny as fuck. He let us just skip class and yeah. go make videos. That guy was quick with a joke. He was quick with a joke. And he loved our videos. And he got that... It's really not that important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've, uh... But anyways, Amelia texts me and she goes, Are you dressing up for the Christmas vacation-themed, you know, frosty party? And I said, I, you know, I think I'll probably wear my I Don't Know Margot sweatshirt. She's gonna wear a sauna suit, which I respect. Nice. So she is Margot. That, Wow. Yeah. You should go with... You should... What do you got? What do you got? Russ shows up in a robe emptying the shitter. Ooh, that's Out not bad. Out the street. Ro- robe Russ. I just Russ need... Russ robe guy. I just need a fucking uh, hat with the little with flaps the on the side. Yeah. I could do that in like a big cigar. Yeah. And then I just keep telling everybody the shitter's, shitter's full. full. Yeah. I might do that. That sounds a little more casual. I do own a robe. I'm not a robe guy like Russ is, but I do technically own one, but I wear it about 
once a year. Well, here's which the makes you not a robe guy. Have you wore it in 2018? Because you're running out of days. Technically, I did. Well, then you can't do Technically, it. Technically, I did. Then you can't do it. No. Otherwise, you're gonna become a robe guy. I had a wild weekend one weekend where I didn't take. Where it was mostly a robe. Well, there you go. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? So, uh, let's let's just briefly talk about the best Christmas movies. Did we talk about that? I'm sure we did, but there's always, sure we, did. we always need our first. So Christmas vacations, obviously. Oh, they were one. talking about this on the radio today. Who's the best Christmas movie character? And they were saying like, is the Scrooge and the Grinch from the original cartoon? No. And it's like I mean, like if no. you want to be like classic Christmas, you can go that way. It's, it's Clark fine. Griswold. Say Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, obviously. It's Clark Griswold. It's Clark Griswold, or it's the new Grinch. Yeah, like Jim Carrey. The Jim yeah. Carrey Grinch. Yeah. Because the Jim Carrey or, Grinch. Or it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jiggle all the way. Or Tim Allen and Santa Claus. Ooh. But I watched The Santa Claus last night. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, it's... There's enough sort of childish sort of wonder and charm but to make it sort of a fun family yeah. Christmas movie, but it's got Tim Allen with fucking jokes. Yeah, fuck yeah. And I told you about what's Tim the, Allen, uh, right? He got busted with like a pound oh, and a half yeah, of coke dude, in the seventies. Like, he, he was about he, to do life then in he prison. Ratted on everybody. I would too. Uh, oh, so would I. <coughs> That's why I'm not in the mob. Um, who's the guy? Who's the name of the fucking dipshit psychiatrist doctor guy? Neil. Neil. What a fucking nerd. Neil. You've got a lot more to worry about. Like, where are you going to get more sweaters once the circus pulls out of town? God, I hate Neil. I remember as a kid hating Neil. So, you know how at the end of the movie. He gets everybody what they wanted, whether it was a mystery date game or the weenie whistle or whatever. My mom didn't know it was called the weenie whistle. She called it the wiener wagon. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the wiener wagon. That sounds good. Hey, Neil got the wiener wagon. Hey, the what are you doing, Neil? Fucking, that sounds about right for Neil. So in terms of best Christmas characters, I'd put Clark Griswold... The I'm, I'm, okay. Jim Carrey Grinch. Here's my problem. I'm going to rank the characters... Based on the best characters of the movies that I rank, which is Clark Griswold, The Grinch, mm-hmm. probably Arnold Schwarzenegger. Don't forget about Yukon Cornelius. Ooh, I do like a good Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cor- A, he's got a great name. Yeah, and that honestly, that old Claymation Rudolph is so good. Dude, I swear they don't show it on TV anymore because I haven't well, seen it in like three years and I keep finding trying I've, to find it to uh, record it. I own it on DVD, so nice. we watch it quite frequently. But that's a that's a classic movie, and Yukon Cornelius is a damn good character. Yeah, they don't even kill the abominable sm- snowman. He ends up coming over. Yeah, they party together. Turns so out, turns out he's pretty chill. Yeah, once you get to know him. And isn't that just a metaphor and for everybody? Isn't that Christmas? Isn't it? Golly. So Christmas is in five days. Tomorrow is the is tomorrow or the twenty second. Tomorrow's the first day of winter. Yes, shortest day of the year. True. Bada bing, bada boom. Let me ask you this, though. <coughs> okay. I want... This is a two-parter. Best and most annoying Christmas songs. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I've already got my most annoying, and I'm sure by the end of the last weekend, it's probably the most annoying for you, too. I'm still thinking about my best. All right, you go first. But the most annoying is just simply having a wonderful Christmas song. Simply God, dude. A wonderful if Christmas I hear time. that song, it just gets stuck in my head. Yeah, and you ruin it for the rest of it, us. Yeah, because it's ruined for me. And if it's ruined for me, I want everyone to be miserable. Fair enough. Misery loves company. So, that's definitely up there. I would say that, like, uh, let me think here. The best Christmas song, 
might be Carol of the Bells, which is that dum I like that one, especially when it's done by Trans Siberian Orchestra. They do a fucking rocked out version. Obviously, they're but another level. The most annoying. Wonderful Christmas time is up there. There's there's worse though. I'm trying to think of what they are though. The first Noel. I mean, here's the deal. I don't know any. I don't Noel. Songs. Noel. Songs like Silent Night are really good, oh, but if they come on, like all in terms the time, of in terms like of the how they're written, down, they're great. Yeah, the watered down Christmas songs sometimes it's like, uh, fuck. Like if you're stuck in a grocery store and they're just playing the generic Christmas songs, it's like fuck this song. Yeah. But if you're like a good. Afro man deck the deck my balls, yeah. you know. And there's a hit. That's All a right. hit for you. I might have to put uh simply having a wonderful Christmas time right up there towards the most annoying. If if another one pops on my head, I'll let yeah, you know. But it's bad. But I would put it up there, especially because you made it even worse when we went to San Francisco. Agreed. So. Agreed. Honestly, guys, I agree with that statement. I just remember Sentiment. hearing that come over the speakers and I went, God. And the damn. fucking line, dude, it was in my head the whole flight, and I was listening to Sturgill Simpson. And like and still stuck. Still, in your head. I'm like, dude. You gotta hand it to Paul McCartney. He writes a song that'll get stuck in your head. Not as good as the and say if they're good or bad, but if it gets stuck in your head, at least at it's least a song it's that's moving you know, records. You're thinking about it. So, the best one for me is hard because not a lot of them come to mind. I think it honestly, my my favorite two Christmas songs when I think of what I want to hear is. <laughs> the version of Baby It's Cold Outside from Elf with yeah. Zoe Dave Chappelle and Will Classic Carroll. Zoe Dave Chappelle. And also Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas. It's a great song. It's a fucking as wonderful, everybody cheery it, tune. I love that I song. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Christmas. There is just one thing. I... That's a... That, d- it is comes she, on a lot, but it's a fine song. she fucking obviously kills it because yeah. she's good. But those are probably my two favorite. That's a great Christmas song. It really is. It's a classic new Christmas ah, song. I take that back. My favorite Christmas song is the one from The Grinch. You're a mean one. Mr. Mr. Grinch. Grinch. But yeah. the one performed by Jim Carrey in The Grinch? Yes. Do you know he does all the voices in really? that movie? Every like every line is a new voice. Jim Carrey's doing all of them. Damn. It's fucking very impressive. Damn. Yeah. Um, I will say my favorite Christmas album. And I've got a few Queen Christmas albums. Incorrect. Oh, shocker. So it's Shock a, of the century, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's an album that nobody's heard of. They Again, wrote, shock of the century, shocker. ladies and gentlemen. They came out, <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to tell this so you all you all could go out and find it yourselves. I got it for free off like SoundCloud I or something heard when they story. were doing like a promotion. So I, can, I can verify that this, he has said this more than just this one time. Christmas Island by the Rosebuds. <laughs> it's all original tunes. In... I hear click, click, click. It's got that. And it's, it's got, got through that door. But isn't it, wouldn't you describe, didn't you describe it to me as like beachy Christmas? It's technically beachy yeah, Christmas. Yeah, which is, what sounds more Austin than beachy Christmas? However. Without being beachy. However, it's not beachy because the, the only way that it's beachy is in the way that they record their guitars. It's very surf tones. But it's not singing about being on the beach during Is Christmas. Jimmy Buffett the lead singer? No. Okay. But he is he did come out with a new Christmas album, which is pretty huge. Oh my god. It's called Tis the Season. Don't wow. Oh original. I just thought of something very interesting. You know what his first Christmas album was called? Tisn't the season. 
Christmas Island. Fascinating. 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 So anyways. Anyways. Christmas Island by the Rosebuds. I haven't checked out their other albums. I did like on iTunes and listened like the first minute 30, but I I should buy one of their albums because I really like their Christmas album. So. My favorite Christmas album is Cletus T. Judd. And the highlight. What's it called? Ah, I'm fucking fine. Yeah, how much do I like Christmas music though? The highlight of the album. Is it Bake Me? Steven, or Stefan, the yeah. alternative lifestyle reindeer. Yeah. Heaven helps Santa, should he call him queer? That's such a fucking... I mean... That's if, a deep cut. If the title that's will make you cut. laugh, you know it's a good song. Is that the same one with Bake Me a Country Ham? No, but goddamn. Seems like it would fit a, on that album. It would fit on that album. Won't you bake me a country It's the same ham. one as Grandma Got Run Over by a John Deere, though. Yeah. And... If George Strait starts dancing, somebody shoot me in the head. Yeah. Huh? There's a tune for you. There's a lot of deep cuts. God, I love Cletus. A lot of deep cuts. When I listen to him now, it does not hold up. Cletus? Yeah. But he's got the Which warm ones? spot. Which one? Just the songs in general? Yes, in general. But he's got the warm spot in my heart, you know? You know who does? Weird Al. Weird Al. Yeah, he grows on you. He was on Hot Ones, like, yesterday. That that show where they eat the hot wings. Yeah. He was on it. He was pretty good. Dude, he grows on... He grew on me as I got older, which makes sense because... He's a little... I mean, I don't want to call him highbrow, but he's a little more... He's somehow an artist yeah. doing other people's Do, yeah. songs. Which Cletus His T. Judd Polka is too. His Polkarama songs? Which Cletus T. Judd is too, but Cletus T. Judd is also doing country music, so he's more hokey. It's and he's more, great, but he's, he's the poor man's weirdo. Yeah, he's like Larry the Cable Guy of comedians. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's good. It makes you laugh, but he's not breaking any new ground. Larry the Cable Guy came on my shuffle the other day, and I listened to some of it. It's not that bad. Did you get her done? It's pretty fun. Get her done. It's about like retards and Walmart. It was it was a lot of fun. <coughs> no, it is fun. Go yeah. down. No, the Blue Collar Comedy Tour is not gonna get a skip from this guy. I'll Agreed. Watch. I'll watch it. Well, I mean, it also the had... first I grew up the comedy I grew up on was Billy Bill Engvall, Jim, Jeff Foxworthy. I bought all literally. His, yeah, I remember listening. I remember sitting in the car trying to. I just pictured Jeff Foxworthy uh, literally at a podium. Yeah, with the mic. That's how I pictured it because all I had was a CD, and I was a little kid, and that's how I pictured it. I was like, I don't understand how this is happening right now. Well, CMT in like the mid two thousands, give or take, when I was like a freshman in high school. They did like the top twenty or maybe top ten country comedians, Obviously. and I recorded it. And I loved country comedians at the time because they were relatively clean, so I could get away with listening to it with my but, family. Yeah. And yeah, it wasn't George Carlin coming up there? Oh, good, no, <laughs> no, it was not. But uh, God, I remember buying like uh, yeah, Bill Engvall's first album. Jeff Foxworthy, you might be a redneck. If if yeah, and I remember the first the first track on Bill Engvall's album that I bought, which was now that's awesome. That was the name of it, but the whole first bit is, well, we're fixing to close out the '90s. That's how old it was. Jeez, Bill Engvall used to be a smoker. He's got like a new album out. Really? Yeah, I haven't listened to the it. The last yet. one I remember watching is him on the stage. With like his oh, it's like his garage when he was in mm-hmm. high school. So he's got his old Pinto and stuff, and just like a bunch of shit. That's the last one I remember watching. That was a while ago. Say what you want about his comedy, the guy made a lot of money. I like, I like, I like his vibe, but I'd put him at the bottom of all the blue collar guys. Ron, I, Ron, Ron White White's is at the top, at the top because he's a true. He's I an mean, actual he's comedian. Le- he's a legend. Every comedian. He's a legend across the board. Loves Ron White. He's a legend. Doug Stanhope stud podcast with Ron White. <laughs> I would White. say it goes uh, after Ron White because he's on like class of his own. I would say it goes Jeff Foxworthy, 
Say Jeff and Larry are close. See, if I... I like Larry's jokes. If, I, if I'm if i thinking about it now, I would say it goes Jeff, Billingvall, Larry. But I know if I listen to it again, Larry... Larry You're going to laugh out loud harder than Larry. Larry. Than, yeah. Larry gets literally gut-busting, laugh-out-loud comedy. Like, he gets fucking jokes. Yeah. Well, he's got Fox a lot of one-liners. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Foxworthy and Billingvall are kind of like storytellers with punchlines. Yeah. So they don't get as big of the fucking hoorah and then there's fucking uh, Ron White who just can't, he's, he's he tells, a killer he tells a story like no one else dude that guy well I think Burt Kreischer said that um, that whole when he's doing the tater salad story and he goes now I told you that story so I can tell you this story Burt Kreischer said that that phrase from one story to another is copyrighted by Ron White <laughs> he, he says the best joke of all th- best story of all time is the tater salad story really and it Honestly, it's right up there. Are you Ron Tater Salad? What? You caught me. You caught the tater. I caught my son Tater Tot. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I would go Ron. I'd probably go Ron, Larry. Dude, Ron White is probably Jerry and Bill. Ron White. Oh, Jerry Bill. I was like Jerry Bill. I said Jerry. I meant Jeff. Jeff and Bill. Bill. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't even realize that you said. I didn't even realize that Jerry wasn't his name. But my cat is very. Um, I, I would honestly athletic. probably put Ron White in my, probably my top ten comedians in general. All the time, yeah. Oh, me too. Like in general, dude, yeah. He, he's got comedy he is, specials on YouTube. Oh, dude. Well, he wasn't famous for so long. No. He was like, he's a road Give cop. it up. Yeah. He was just like, fuck this. I'm tired of this. Yeah. And he got picked up by those guys, and he fucking took off. The guy is a straight up murderer. Yeah. And the way that he tells stories, there are few people funnier. Yeah, dude. He fucking few people kills funnier. Him. He yeah. I would just like got to that. see Ron And he's just smoking cigars and sipping whiskey. Well, back in the day, he used to be smoking cigarettes yeah. on stage and drinking whiskey. Yeah. And then he obviously switched to cigars at a certain point. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching the original video of him doing Tater Salad, and he's just smoking a cigarette. It's like, guy's a baller. Yeah. So. We're uh, back. Let's talk about what we've got <laughs> coming up on the show. We're going to talk about uh, why we've been away and sort of uh, some controversy that's come over the show. Oh, if you could believe that. If you could believe that. Shocker. Uh, we're going to talk about our brief battle with Sober October. Our venture towards it. We really Ooh, put in some effort. Boy, did we. And uh, we're going to talk about places that we'd like to live. Uh, Kevin and I have been talking about possibly... Picking up and moving else, moving elsewhere so for we'll a see. while now, but now we're really getting the itch. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna break down with you where we think the best. We're gonna weigh the pros and cons of places to live. That'll be interesting. I'm just gonna warn you right now. Probably gonna be mostly western part of the country, but we'll see what happens. East coast, least coast. Yeah, east coast, least coast. Best team, best team. Yeah. Uh, and then we're gonna tell you the story about San Francisco part two. Yo yo. Part two, if you will. So we will see you after the break. Hi, I'm John Johnson. And I'm Terry Jinglecrotch. No relation. This is the GTBGSN. Welcome. To name that race. Our first round for our four contestants is to guess the ethnicity associated with that name. First name, Laquan. Contestant number two, 
Black? Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. Yeah. Name number two, Chung Ho. Contestant number four. I'm going to say Asian. Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. Nice. And name number three, Tristan. Contestant number two. It's got to be white, right? Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. And for our fourth and bonus name, Luke DiLorenzo. Contestant number two. I'm going to have to say white again. Nope. Full-blown Asian. Well, that wraps it up for round one. Based on our Twitter feed, our contestants have aggressively offended a number of you out there. And don't forget to stick around for round two of Name That Race. And remember, it's not racist if you're laughing. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so now we are going to talk about the elephant in the room, our hiatus. That's right. We know you've been missing us, and you've been waiting for us to come back. Hey, we've been missing you, and too. And we've been missing you. We've been missing, we've been missing this interaction. But we had to we ran into Yeah, we ran into some controversy. A family mem- member among us, a couple in fact. Gubble. Uh, they across the podcast. You know, what are you going to do? They stumbled across a podcast, and we have a tendency to sort of... <coughs> embell- uh, embellish. Uh, Talk put about... Put on a pedestal. Put on a pedestal. Our love of drugs. We're a fan. And alcohol. And alcohol. And other uh, controversial things. And I mean, I think we're all adults here. We can all agree this podcast is not for children. No. Agreed. And we... Never said that it was. No, we certainly didn't. And and that was part of the complaint. And if it was in that context, I agree. This podcast is horrible for children. Agreed. But. I moved to strike. There's a bunch of podcasts horrible for children. That children don't listen to. Exactly. And this should be one of them. If your children are listening to this right now, you're a horrible parent. Tell them to shut it off. Tell them to shut it off. Just like weed and alcohol, this is for them after they turn 21, allegedly. At least, allegedly. So. But they, okay, so they found, they listened to it, they heard about it from a website or something. So they obviously were curious, they're family members, they wanted to hear what we're doing. They listened to it, and they were not happy. They were appalled. Appalled. (coughs) So they told other family members and they listened and they were appalled and then we had it just kept going it just kept going deeper and then we had to have conversations letters were letters were actually written asking us to take the podcast down and it's like we want to respect their wishes yeah but at the same time because like we share their concerns to some degree (coughs) we share their concerns that this podcast is not really to be in listened to by people under 21. It's really not. This is an X-rated show. Yes. And... And we're okay. Like, we're okay with that. Like, we're not gonna do a show that's not. No. Me and you are not gonna do a show that's not this way. The most offensive things possible are the things that make me laugh. Yes. Sue me. Yeah, we say fucked up shit. 
But that doesn't mean that you have to be a fucked up person. Yeah. George Carlin said some offensive things, but like if his family had gone to him like, hey, I don't know about this material, and then he, he just didn't release it, we would have missed out on so much he gold. He would have told them like, uh, I, I guess I appreciate your concern because I do, we do. We I mean, that's the thing. It's like concern. a really do, like we really do, and it's like, it concerns us that they're concerned because <coughs> they're family members. But at the same time, we asked them not to listen. Yeah. We said, this is not for you. This is not for your kids. This is not, don't listen. No. And they listened, and they're not happy. And they are not happy. But it's like, don't, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Good call. Don't ask questions that you don't want the answer to. Like. And the, the interesting part is like, it really adds a new dimension once we're around family members after this. Yeah. Because it's like, oh yeah, no, there's a whole side to me that you that didn't, you know, didn't about. know about. And now you obviously know more than you ever thought you would. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'd say it automatically makes us more compelling because there is a whole side that, oh, I thought I knew this person. All of a sudden, there's this giant side to this person that I didn't know it about. It definitely does, but it also definitely, if they if they can't come at it, at it from an open mind, it definitely puts us in a it puts us in the hole, which is stupid because it's like before you knew that you looked you looked at me this way. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not I had done this, you don't know what I do in my off time. You only know how I act when you see me, and you put me this way, and now you find this other thing out, and you look at me completely different. It's like, well, I was—I'm the same person. I'm the exact you, same person that you knew. Yeah. It's like how. I, I mean, that's the funny thing, and it, it sort of <coughs> speaks to a broader issue, which is like, you know, you deal with parents who raise kids, and eventually they find out. You know, their kid has done this or that, and parents have an option of how to react. And it's like, you can react in a really poor way, or you can go, sort of, let's talk this out, let me learn a little bit Put more. Obviously, there's some... in their shoes No shit, there. like, were they not 26 at one point? Like... Yeah, like, what... So, I mean... Some... Long story short, we're not taking down the podcast. Uh, no, we're not even close. We're not even going to slow down the <laughs> podcast. Other than that You gotta hiatus, own everything you do. Other than that hiatus, yeah, fu- you have to literally own everything you do. And I do, like, I do. I mean, seriously, everything I've said on this podcast, granted, there may be a couple errant things that I said while I was drunk, very possible on this podcast, but for the most part, the ideas and stuff that I have put, out, put there, out there, I will defend them, and if you want to ask me about them, I'd be happy to share. There may be a couple I'd rather jokes. have a dialogue. There may be a couple jokes that I wouldn't defend. Sure. Although I probably still would. Usually racist in nature. Most, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't say like everybody. Say a recent smoke session that I haven't listened to, nor do I remember recording. So there are some things. <laughs> things that happen. There are some things that could happen. Yeah. But my ideas and my beliefs that I share on this, I I would be glad to discuss with anybody. Yeah. Like I, I stand by that. And even I'm, even my pro drug, like my pro acid, pro shrooms, I would discuss that with somebody because I believe that those have significant benefits to you. Agreed. And people are literally proving that. So, like... Clinically. Clinically. People who do mushrooms are much less depressed after they do mushrooms. After a psychedelic trip. So, like, you... Those things I will not apologize for and I will not take off the internet. Just because somebody else doesn't believe them. And... Just because it was the sort of old school way of thinking doesn't mean that things don't change and maybe these substances really are good. 
So, I mean, there are those things, and that's why I would stand behind what I said, but I, but I also agree with the fact that maybe some of these ideas aren't meant for a 15-year-old. Oh, 100% agreed. I'm, yeah, I didn't do any, I didn't drink, I haven't, I didn't have maybe a sip of alcohol when I was 15. There you go. So, like, I'm not saying that's for the, my, I mean, if I listened to this podcast, I probably would have. I mean, I'll be honest, listening to this podcast makes me thirsty. Yeah, I mean, grab a bush. Grab a bush. You earned it. But, I mean, I was also very, I was more stubborn when I was 15 than I am now, which I think you probably should be, I guess, because you're an idiot when you're 15. It's funny because you both become more flexible because you realize how little you know. We also become more rigid because you've seen things. Because of things you've, yeah. Which is, it, that's interesting. And so, yeah, that's sort of a battle. But. God, if that's not fucking poetry, ladies and gentlemen. Poetic. Uh, get, are you, and they want us. Are you for real? And they want us to take this off the fucking internet. Not a chance. Well, I mean, there's, there's a flip side and it's sort of a selfish thing, but Joe Rogan talks about it. Anybody who's got a podcast you talks talking about, about it. You talking about Rogan? I'm talking about Rogan. Jogan. About how the fact you talk also well never mind, also the f- it which is the fact that when you discuss ideas in an actual conversational style which people don't do anymore not at all Kevin and I don't go get coffee and then just talk we I don't do it like coffee we do it through our podcast as do a lot of people who have podcasts and uh, Jordan Peterson's talked about it, it. Sam Harris it. has talked about it we're pretty good I think we do it more than most. Cause we we, I, I agree that we, we do, do it more than car rides and stuff, but people Most. don't. But I get what you're saying. Like, like people don't go out of their way to do this. Talking is actually the way to help you untangle your own oh, brain. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just a conversation. If you actually have a real conversation with a person, it's a way to untangle your own brain. Yeah, you're literally just talking your ideas out loud, and literally sometimes you say something out loud and go, "Oh, that doesn't even make any sense." Exactly. And then you figure when it it's out. bounced around your head, yeah. it's whatever. But as soon as you actually say it, yeah, you go. Well, okay, so I'm yeah. full of shit on this point, or I think I might have been onto something. And there. but you also have to listen, like when you talk inside your head, you don't ever listen, obviously. Yeah. Like you're not. There's no give and take. It's just all your thoughts. Yeah. And then over text message, like or over Twitter or whatever, you just look for people to back up your ideas. You never like people don't have two hour discussions. No. Like, that's what all the Joe. That's what all those guys in LA bitch about. Is that everyone acts like they have somewhere better to be? Yeah. Or they they act like they're onto the next project, but it's like fuck, like you like, just take time out of your day to fucking talk to someone. Yeah. Well, cause like up until you know like phones and shit were invented, that's all we had was conversation, and conversation is what brought us from the Stone Age to having phones and a podcast and other shit. I watched a very fascinating segment of Joe Rogan podcast. About how people evolve from monkeys to humans. Is it the stone ape? Yeah, that throws rocks. They like evolved. No, the stone ape is the uh, oh, eats no, no, mushrooms. No, 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 no. It like evolved. It was. I thought you meant like they throw stones because these apes. People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. They didn't live in that. <sighs> yeah. Chew on that. Okay, but back to your point of talking. <laughs> we're gonna get on a weird tangent. This all right, all right, fair enough, fair enough. But talking out your fucking. Points is the only. That's way That's why get, people go to a therapist. Yeah, it's the only way to get a real understanding of your thoughts is to talk them out with someone else and and communicate back and forth. And so we record them. Yeah. Here's here's the thing that I'm realizing more and more, and it's like this is why I like comedians, and this is why I like people who are sort of unafraid to say what they want. Like when I was growing up, 
you know, you sort of weren't allowed to say things if, you know, you thought certain things that were sort of against the norm, like you should, you sort of felt bad about them because it's like nobody else around here thinks that way. But the secret is pretty much everybody Everybody thinks that way. But based on the structure that was put around me, I felt like I was the only one who thought that way. Therefore, I thought I myself sort of a worse person. And through comedy and through honesty and through like real conversation, in this case that we record, it's it's sort of uh, it's it's a connection to whoever's listening to it that oh I'm not the only one that has fucked up thoughts yeah I'm not the only one that thinks this or thinks that or or potentially finds humor in this super yeah. dark oh place. absolutely like absolutely I, yeah there's not a lot of people in your family that find humor in super dark places no and and it's so finding can, that kind of shit has changed my life it's yeah. been great. Yeah. And so I wanted to, like, throw out my own shit. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. It's like, you just... We all have dark thoughts, folks. Yeah. And make them funny. That's the thing. If you're laughing, you're probably not murdering people. There's an old Jimmy Buffett line that says, if we couldn't laugh, we would all go insane. And it's one of the best lines ever. And, why? I remember in junior high, Dave Fluke, we were talking about earlier, the king of comedy... And Jimmy Buffett, we were talking about earlier. Yeah. He had that quote as his life quote. It, technically, I guess it could have been his wife. But that was the quote was, if we couldn't laugh, we would all go insane. It's like, fucking Buffett fans. God damn it. Buffett pushes a lifestyle you appreciate. You just don't like his tunes. I, I mean, Get off, beach, getting off track. But. The beach lifestyle is not my ideal lifestyle. Oh, I love it. My ideal lifestyle is like, like cabin in the woods. That's my ideal lifestyle. Well, here's the thing. I... I want to be able to bounce between the cabins and the woods because I or the the cabins beaches and the beach. wo- in the woods because I love the woods. I got wood. <laughs> Most of like my upcoming album, it's all very sort of earthy themed and a lot more sort of foresty woodsy. and beachy. Woodsy. Exactly, it's woodsy. See, the woods is where woodsy, it's at. Woodsy woods is a better aesthetic. I'll give the you that. The woods is where it's at. The woods. Everything's is, in the woods. Yeah, you can fucking kill deer, yeah. bears, bobcats. Porcupines, you can kill everything, and I don't like seafood. I'm not a huge fan of seafood. I would definitely rather eat things from the forest. Score one for the woods. Score one for the woods. You can build a sick tree fort and be up off the ground. Hey, you can do that. It's not windy. It's not windy as windy as the beach. Typically, yeah. Probably just as wet. The weather. The beach feels way more open though, and sort of less suffocating. But you only got access to fifty (coughs) percent of your territory. You can't go that far. True, anymore. but a you're nice... You're pinned in. You're pinned in. A nice walk along the, the beach. 300? Have you ever seen the movie 300? You're pinned in. And then 300 Spartan warriors eventually fucking kill out your... Well, you know, that's what Cortez did. Well, yeah. Jose he, Cortez, he, the former beaver kicker. Go, beefs! He brought all of his army to conquer Central America or South America. And then once they got off the boat, he burned the ships. So they had no opportunity to get back. So they either had to win the war or die. Die. It's a fucking baller move. God, that is a baller move. Remember when the fucking Patriots... And actually, I'm going to bring that up again in the second topic. It's going to happen. Because it's like, we might as well just move, burn our bridges. We'll get to that. We're not burning bridges, we're burning our ships. Boats. That's what I meant. So we you know that's what it, I meant. So we drive there, and then we set our car on fire with a fucking... We'll get there. Alright. We'll get there. <coughs> but anyways, so there's, there's a discussion aspect... That makes this whole thing worth it. And let me tell you this. 
we are now able to look back at episode one, episode two. A, Return of the Jedi. That was, we've been doing this for a year, a year and eight months. We're almost at a full two years. It's coming up quick. It is coming up quick. It's March. March. March is like late March. So, but we're able to look back on those episodes and see sort of how we thought. We're able to sort of gauge where we've sort of come from since that. If I'm being honest with you. I think you, there's a lot of valuableness. If I'm being honest with you, when I listen back, I laugh at the, oh, me too. At the parts. It sucks when you laugh with yourself on the podcast. You feel like a real dude. You feel like a real dude. You feel like a real dude. It's even worse when you talk about it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I do the same thing. It's fucking, uh, it's good. Well, if I thought it was funny then, there's a decent chance I'll think it's funny now. But, like, why would... Like, I get why they would want us to take it off. But it's like, just raise your kids. Like, raise your kids to judge to, to judge for themselves. Yeah. Don't raise them to look up to us for their moral guidance. And even if they did, you want to be open enough with your kids that they feel it's... There are parents that think that they're, like open with their kids and that their kids oh, can tell them anything, not. they are so far off the mark because if a kid thinks that you judge certain things based on anything, anything, it could be religion, it could be more, it could be whatever, morals, if, yeah, whatever. Yeah, if you ever... Yeah. But like if a kid thinks that you think that way, there's a considerably smaller chance that they're going to actually come to you with questions that aren't just sort of surface level. Because programmed in sort of the human condition is sort of a tendency for some darkness and for some real questionable shit. It's proven time and time again. And so, and that resides in everybody. Yeah, you you leave it a like, I remember when I was a little kid not a little kid, I was probably entering high school, maybe a little bit into high school, my cousin told my dad that, or my cousin was talking to me about college, and he said that I should join a frat because I seem like a frat like a frat boy yeah. and my dad was like no he is not a frat boy <laughs> and I literally like remember that and so like a frat literally from that point on I was like oh, I'm, I'm not a frat boy that doesn't appeal to which me at all which is funny because the opposite the complete opposite, opposite is true my dad had the Animal House soundtrack yeah exactly yeah your dad was like you're in a frat you're going to a frat yeah and my dad was like no my kid's not a frat boy yeah he's like well I kind of am a frat boy but I well, have you it. absolutely but are but I had in my head that I'm not like no you're not a frat boy. And what do you know? When we went to college, I joined a frat, and you didn't. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. There's a lot of... Yeah. But, like, literally, you... Like, what... Your beliefs make an impression or you're on, your, like, your kid. Like, it just does. Kids are not as stupid as, like, parents think they are. Like, to a degree they are, but but not... When it, when it comes to, like, emotional sort of just understanding... Of your tones and your actions. Yeah. Because they're with you all the time. Yeah. So they pick up on your vibe... It, Kids know nothing it. when they come to this world, so they learn tones and sort of mom's mad very, very quickly. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I I would say, but what I was aiming towards with that was there's a lot of parents who, I'm saying this as somebody with no kids, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. What I'm talking about. What I'm talking about. What I'm talking about. What am I talking about? Hey, what am I talking about? But parents... Like, they want their kids to be raised right, <coughs> you know, in a way that where they do have boundaries and they do have this, which I totally agree with. But they don't seem to counterbalance it with the openness of, I've done shit too. Yeah. I've done some real shit too. But. Like, hippie parent, here's, here's the flip side. 
Hippie parents who put zero restriction on their kids, there's always a third way. The third way is always the way. It's a very Tao thing. But, <laughs> so, hippie parents... Yin-yang Tao. Their kids are 100% want to talk them with talk to them about pretty much anything because their parents were very open talk to them about fucking but weird. they do lack sort of the structure the structure needed that the flip side provides without providing the openness yes and so the third way is the way and the secret is figuring out what that is and so like when I have kids I'm gonna get a lot of things wrong but I do know that I will have certain like we act this way because we're, you know, we're good human beings. We act this way. Men act this way. Women act this way. We do but if you what fuck we do. Up, but let me tell you, I've got a lot of stuff. I've got a lot of stuff in my past that would probably blow you out of the water. So feel free to come to me because I'm going to let, like, I'm not going to let you off the hook. But I will be able to be like, I've been there. The That's secret is to turn your, to take this as... You don't take it at what do they call it? You don't take it as a as a setback. You take it as a setup <laughs> for victory. You just gotta be willing to admit to yourself that like you've been there. Yeah. You've been curious about things that you're not like. That's what you've been curious is. about. Fucked up shit. Yeah. Everybody has. It's human. Like that's that's what's missing from the one side is like humans are weird. Oh yeah. Scientists don't even understand humans. And. Like, scientists understand humans to a degree, but there is so much... Like, we don't even understand why we have to sleep. Technically, it's because we have to be rested, but scientists don't actually know why we need sleep. And so, like, we have so much yet to discover, so it... In the interest of furthering the human race, everybody should raise their kids in a way where we ask all the questions, and we provide the answers that we found to help further... Yeah, so far. Yeah. Because that's what everybody's been doing since the beginning of time. It, it, it keeps getting, like, set... It keeps... There's always setbacks for some reason. Like, there's always... Like, it's important. You can't appreciate the day without the night. It's not really applicable in that case. But, like, setbacks are part of it because learning involves setbacks. You don't just <laughs> learn straight to the top. That's why we're still so trying to figure think, it out. So do you think that... All right, here's... Like the I'm, internet. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to. Do you think that religion was a catapult, and now it's a uh, anchor for science? Whereas right now science is a catapult, but eventually science will be an anchor for something else. Interesting. Although I think when you say that I mean, religion I to, is an anchor for science, I disagree. I don't know how to word it better. Because certain that, religions, like so, the Dalai Lama was quoted. No, this. is... I'm just saying this for the audience. Yeah, oh. the, the Dalai Lama was quoted as... I think it was the Dalai Lama. But he was quoted as saying, like... He's, he's Hindu. Or Buddhist? He's one of the two. Shows how much I know. But he said that if science changes, my religion will change to fit with the science because that's part of, that's part of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, we're not taking everything... Like, if we find out something that's a fact... We have to. We're going to conform around that. We can use what we've learned. And there are certain religions that have a little tougher time. With that. Young Earth creationists are certainly an interesting group. Yeah, well, that is an interesting group. I got shown a lot of those videos when I was a kid. That is an interesting group. 
It is an interesting group. It's like you believe that this earth. I never understood it because like things like the Grand Canyon. It's like you believe that this earth conversation, is two thousand yeah. years old. No. That's what you believe. Two thousand. Six. Six thousand. Six thousand. You believe six, that this earth is six to seven somewhere in there. Like. Mm, but that's because that. they're imagine taking the Bible that. as a straight document. They didn't even have writing until later. Like a lot of that was an oral tradition. Yeah. If somebody, you ever played telephone? If somebody makes one of those arguments to you, how do you like it's just like I don't even know what to say to you because you're not you can't think logically. Yeah. Like the earth there's no way the earth is six to seven thousand years old. But the point is Sure, there are some religions. Do I think it's actually an anchor, though? Yeah. Okay. Not necessarily. Maybe it's not religion, but... To like... a degree, maybe for some of the population, it is an anchor. Because, like, there are people who subscribe to those theories, and then they are anchored by it. Yeah. Uh, but in general... As a social conscious, it's probably not anymore. But it probably was for a while. Currently, there are being... The problem is when you have things that aren't 100% clear... That anchor us, such as the debate over like the speed, because everybody, like almost everybody on both sides, agrees that there's global warming, but there's a giant spectrum of people when it comes to how, how serious and yeah. how quickly are it's, we affecting it. Yeah. And so I don't remember where I was going with that. Anchors and fucking. Oh, anchors. Up. So like. We've reached a point where we've learned a lot about our past, and now we're trying to figure out what's going on and about our future. But the anchors exist in those spectrums where it's like, we think this is happening or we know this is happening, but there's such a wide breadth of people that, like, that's what slows us down. It's because it's really, really hard to come to consensus now because you've got flat earthers out there. You've yeah. got the internet. You've got the internet. Both great and terrible is any idea can be put out there. And if it's put out there well enough, it's believable by a pretty good amount of the population. It's absurd. Myself included. It's, yeah, I mean, I'm guilty. But it's absurd how many people are willing to argue that they think that the Earth is flat. It's a bold move. It's like, oh, it's frustrating. But what if they were right? It's, they're not. They're not. So... That's why we do this podcast. And that's why we're not taking it down is because we, yeah, I mean, we, I, I think we, we answer a lot of stuff for ourselves more than, yeah, more than we even want to reach other people. Yeah. We find answers for ourselves. I like having these discussions cause I like seeing where they end up. Yeah. We get, and that's how you sometimes get us the fucked up places. No shit. We both take it there. Yeah. But. And. Yeah, I don't know. <coughs> We're going to continue, and I think it's <coughs> worthwhile. I think it's worthwhile, despite what potential downsides there are. And there are some. There are some. Interesting. But, but I, don't think they out, I don't think they outweigh what we already gain from it. Agreed. If we gain nothing else. I've been able to articulate so, my ideas way better in the last two well, years and than it, before that. And it just makes you better at conversing with people. Like 100%. When you are in yeah. a it's situation. It's good in a business sense. Yeah, it's good. It, yeah, when you're in a place where you have to just talk to somebody and react to what they say, you're good at it. That Like, you practice that. <coughs> so, yeah. I'm, I got no problems with it. So, we're just going to keep it rocking. And, uh, 
we'll uh we'll see you after the break. Welcome back to GTB GSN for everybody's favorite game show, Despicable Me 2. I'm John Johnson. And I'm Terry Jingle Crotch. And you all know how this game works. We name a famous person and you have to guess what sexual crime they've been accused of. Contestant number one, Kevin Spacey. Uh, trying to molest that 14 year old boy. What the fuck is that? Allegedly, that is correct! And that is the correct sound buzzer. Contestant number two, Louis C.K. Uh, jerking off in front of chicks with their permission? Allegedly, that is correct! Contestant number one, Asia Argento. Uh, she's a 37-year-old woman who banged an underage boy. Allegedly, that is correct! Contestant number two, Aziz Ansari. Uh, sexually assaulting a woman after their date? Ooh, that is allegedly incorrect. What he did, was it creepy? Sure. Off-putting? Absolutely. But was it sexual assault? Allegedly, it was not. Well, that's all the time we've got today for Despicable Me Too. Remember, it's not really assault if you're laughing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Hey, uh, We're now going to discuss our brief... You have substantial worthwhile worthwhile attempt at Sober October. So, for those of you who don't know, Sober October is you just go no weed, no alcohol, no nothing uh, all through October. Sober October. Sober uh, October. They started doing it on the Joe Rogan podcast, and Kevin and I thought it would be a good idea to try because, uh, you know, always good to test yourself. Boy, did I do as well as I ever do at test. Yep, 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 yep. So, we made it... Well, okay. So, first day... Was a Sunday. Or no, a Monday. First was a day Monday. was a Monday. Because we partied we got, pretty hard Sunday. We partied... No, we partied... Well, we got hammered Sunday. And we got high as well. Drank a lot of White Claws. And then, Monday we started. Yep. And we made it all the way through Friday night and yep. through Sunday. Or through Saturday. And um, then the Beavers played. And the Beavers played. And we didn't get to go to the tailgate. Nope. Because we were being sober. So instead, well, and we were beating Washington State. Yeah. Who was good. Pretty good team. And so it was like, look, let's just fucking bail. We don't, we got no skin in the game. Yeah. Like, oh, let's just bail. So we fucking bailed. First week, six days in. Don't regret it. Haven't regretted it a day since. I haven't regret it, regretted it a day since either. It was, like it's it sounds fun, but October has so much cool shit. October's a bad time to do it. Yeah, Beaver football. I'm not I'm not gonna be sober <laughs> to watch the Beavers fucking lose. No, 
Not a chance. Not a fucking chance. So, let me talk about like March. March or April. Or February because it's the shortest month and it's Black History Month, so out of respect to them, I'll be sober. That makes sense. I'll be sober for that month. I remember we went to Kevin. Kevin had a stand up spot uh, like Wednesday night or Thursday, Thursday night of that night. week. Thursday night. And uh, we all did it sober. Boy, did we do it sober. And I got to admit, it was. Painful to do it sober. It was. There's a lot of. I wanted to. We wa- we wanted to quit right then and there. We were like, dude, let's just fucking drink. Yeah. Right. We came. That was when we started coming up with parts. March, like, just we were coming up with literally every rhyme we could come up with to not have to, to convince do ourselves that yeah. sober October wasn't the parched March is not bad. Yeah, but I mean, seriously, it's not because October is the worst month. <laughs> For the, first yeah, of all, you're gonna on. have at least two Halloween home Beaver games. Yeah. You're gonna have Halloween. And you just have. Uh, you, well, and you're gonna. What have, are you gonna go to the gonna pump- have Halloween parties? What are you gonna What are you that? gonna go to the pumpkin patch and not have a fucking schnapps and hot cocoa? I went to the the pumpkin patch. They had like IPAs. Yeah, I mean you're great. not gonna go to the pumpkin patch and not drink. No. Grow up. What, am I gay? Yeah. No. So summer October, right out. The last summer October lasted about as long as Ricky Bobby lasted in physical therapy. Yeah. In Talladega Nights. We gave that up it almost a, immediately. It was a fun shot. It was a fun shot. But you know what's a more fun shot? Something with like Jack Daniels. Yeah, right? maybe a little vodka. Vodka. So, <laughs> uh, did we learn anything? Sure. How much stuff is going on in October? I'll tell you about yeah, that. Yeah, learned, I've learned what <laughs> fun it is to be in October. I also learned... Um, I, but I would rather drink smoke because when I didn't I didn't do like it didn't make me feel better like I was really expecting like a rejuvenation yeah a jubilation jubilation if you will but I didn't get one I will I just felt the same part of that might have been our resistance to the sober October period just in general well we were met with a resounding chorus of booze yeah booze and booze and booze Temptation. What a time the to be temptations. Alive. What a time to what be alive. So I would and and over our San Francisco time, we realized that the other two members of our group, excluding Fergani in this case, did sober October successfully, so they can go fuck themselves. Yeah, they completed it, and we <laughs> like a bunch of animals. We made it six days and five nights, but no regrets. No regrets. Never gurts. So, uh, yeah, if you decide to do Sober October yourself, go right ahead. I totally encourage it. I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff that happens in October. Feel free to join us for Parched March. Parch March. Keep it crispy. We'll see you after the break. Johnson. And I'm still Terry Jingle Crotch. Welcome to Celebrity Crush, the game show where ordinary people answer questions about their celebrity crush to rescue them from being crushed. This week we've got James Franco. Hopefully our contestant does better than the last two weeks. It's been a real mess around here. 
Our contestant is Lane, an LGBTQ contestant who is a bit of a QT, if you ask me. And he wants to fuck James Franco. Question one. What is his favorite scent? It's called Sassy Jaspers. It's a sensuous blend of sagegrass and sarsaparilla. James wears it to every red carpet event. And James Franco answer card says... Sassy Jaspers. Franco is now one step closer to being saved by Lane. Question two. Who is James Franco's favorite artist? That's easy, silly. It's James Franco, of course. God damn it, James Franco, you sly son of a bitch! Two steps closer to freedom. Question three. Which movie did James say was his best? So many to choose from. I'm gonna say Pineapple Express. Ooh, bad news for you, Lane. And even worse news for James Franco. His answer was, of course, all of them. Say goodbye, James. And that's it for James Franco. And for this week. We'll see if anyone can find love on next week's episode of Celebrity Crush. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The Good Time and Buds are now talking about good time and places to live because we've been living in Oregon for a while now. Forever. I moved away for a little while. Technically, I was born in Idaho, but I never lived there. I lived in Nashville for half a year, and now I'm back. But now it's seeming like it might be time to time to pick up and uh, move around again. For a minute, maybe a minute and a half. And, I don't know. I I come down to a few things. Like, number one, if you don't do it now, when are you going to do it? You're going to do it after you have kids? Of course not. No. So, now would be the time. And literally, you only have one chance. Yeah. You have one life, so theoretically, it might be time to move. Number two, it'd be kind of cool to pick up and just start over in a new town. Yeah. Yeah. A town that also does comedy, town that also does music. And so we've got we've got a couple options here. Denver would be cool. Denver, my heart right now is set on Denver. Mine too, plus Go Broncos. If Go Broncos, not as big a deal for me, but they do have NFL, MLB, NBA, hockey, and MLS. And a so good comedy scene. I'm in. Yeah. And, and a, a great, great music comedy scene. scene and a great music scene, so I'm in. Like Denver, And snowboarding. My other favorite Denver my favorite thing other than guitar. It also has legal marijuana. Yeah. <coughs> it checks all the boxes. It checks all the boxes. It might be a little too snowy for me, but I don't really... I'll get over it. Because when it's, it's not snowy, though, they have mostly sunny, sunny yeah, days. sunny. Compared to so, Oregon? Yeah, not a lot of rain. Not a lot of, like, <coughs> heavy rain. No. Which I'm good with. We could hit up Vail, do some skiing, do some boarding. So Denver... Denver's pretty high up there. Denver's pretty high up there. It's basically number one right now. Yeah. It's definitely leading on the pool. Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas was up there, but it does doesn't have legal weed. That's the only thing. But I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure it's coming, and I'm sure it's probably pretty loosey goosey over there. Yeah, I think they're pretty loose with that goose. But Austin, Texas sounds like. A and pretty- it is the live music capital of the world, which would be a great place for me personally to be able to cut my teeth in the live scene. I mean, it sounds like a pretty good. I mean, it seems like... Plus, I love Texas. It seems like a pretty good... Texas has a lot of appeal. Yeah. 
So I would say those are top two. Yeah. Um, we do live in Oregon, which means we've got Portland, and Portland <coughs> is good for those things, but it'd be nice to go somewhere else. Uh, yeah, We're like Portland that. just seems still just like I'm living at home. Like Yeah, a little too much. Uh, yeah, Seattle would be all right, but again, rainy and just miserable. Yeah. Sturgill said it's just not good. Yeah. And what, yeah, and I'll take Sturgill's word on anything. Says, and what Sturgill says goes, in yeah. my opinion, so... Now, if anybody's got some good ideas, feel free to reach out on our Twitter or um, our uh, email thinking, at Good Time I'm, and Buds. I'm no, Good Time and Buds at gmail.com. Madison, Wisconsin. No. No. We were thinking New Orleans, but then we figured that that would probably be more harm than it is good. Yeah, that seems like a place for us to just like get in a lot more trouble. Yeah. Like I mean, technically any places, but like New Orleans seems like a really bad place like for us easy. to be hanging out. Seems, like seems it's easy well, it's to get the big easy. Big easy to get in trouble. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, maybe somewhere in California, but I just again, L.A. or San Francisco is pretty much it. I prefer like, the outdoor atmosphere, love, of Denver. Where I love going to San Francisco, but I there. could not live there. Not no, never, never, nope. never. No, no. Or L.A. I assume L.A. is worse. No, L.A. is definitely worse. I couldn't do it either. Nope. I so, could not. <laughs> I would say Denver or Austin, Texas. Sydney, Australia. We never talked international, Sounds mate. expensive. Yeah, but if we get jobs over there, then we're making their money. True. Then it doesn't matter. I'd rather stay in America. Yeah, me too. I don't even have a passport. It's true. I've been meaning to get one, but that's been like years now, so. I mean, you really can't beat Denver. I mean, I Austin, in Texas. My, is, from what I'm You could get weed for, either way, though. If you could get weed either way, maybe Austin. If I if if I could get weed either way, yeah, they, I, I think I I think I think I would vote for Denver. But if your heart was set on Austin, I'd go. I'd be, I'd be willing. Fine with that. I'd be willing. Well, Denver's like you, you could theoretically drive back to Oregon if you wanted to. It is eighteen hours, but you could do it. Yeah, there's Texas a bit longer. Yeah, but like I'm saying, like I would choose Denver. But if you were like. Like if you were like, dude, I want to go to Austin. Yeah. I would go. I wouldn't care if weed was legal both places. But I would at least I would so edge Denver just because I've seen Dumb and Dumber. You know. Yeah. Like. No, I agree. I there's there's something cool about the mountains and. Russ made a good. Joe Rogan obviously talks all about how Colorado's great. Russ made a good point though. Is like Denver, like to the west, is the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. And to the east is the Great Plains. Yeah, it's like Kansas. Like, there's literally nothing east of Denver. Yeah. I remember... And you're trapped in by the mountains. Bought my first edibles in Denver. Yeah. Mr. Good Bar or whatever. I think I've still got the... uh, Fucking rapper. Mr. Groovy Bar or something. (laughs) But, uh... (coughs) Took that in Grand Junction, Colorado. A border town. Fun story. Before Utah? Yeah, right before Utah. Because so that you, next morning so, I took so a few... So it was like the last town before... <laughs> yeah. Or was it the first time you came to or the last time before you left? So, when I was living in Nashville, I said, I want to get some legal weed before I get back to Oregon. Because at the time, or it wasn't legal in Oregon. And I said, I want to you know, see what it's like. And so... Uh, I sort of planned the whole thing out, and then when I got about to Denver, I map quested the closest weed shop, or the one that I'd heard was cool. I went and checked it out, and I bought a bunch of edibles, 
and then uh, and then I put them in my car and then drove to the edge of uh, edge of Colorado. So I like went over the Rockies and stuff. I drove to the edge, so then like I would be just closer because I hit Denver at like you know twelve or whatever. Yeah. So oh, they have a great Starbucks in Denver. Anyways, I don't think that's any different than any Starbucks ever made. Yeah, but it somehow was. Because you were buying <coughs> probably. And so uh, I drove another, you know, however many hours to Grand Junction, Colorado. Nine. And I got I think it's nine hours probably. I think it's nine hours from Denver to Junction, Colorado. Seems like a lot. Yeah. Over the pass? Was it snowy? I would say it was probably five or six though. Was it snowy? Um, on the very tip top. But like you drive right into a the the side of a mountain and then you just keep climbing. It's it's a crazy climb. But uh so anyways, I got to Grand Junction, Colorado, and I had all the all these edibles. Got myself a hotel room for the night, and then I just took most of them because I want to save some for the next day. But I took most of them. Fucking got Way weird. Got weird. Well, cause I I hadn't done anything. Yeah. In, I didn't do anything in Nashville. Yeah. In terms of drugs. Yeah. <coughs> so I just took and got weird. You didn't get. Kept thinking to somebody smoke? was gonna knock on my door. You didn't get anything to smoke. No. <coughs> I had so a lot to learn. After you went up, did you get to go down? Hell yeah. Was that It's a pretty steep, pretty steep drop. I would imagine. It still takes a long time. Anyways, so the next day, I took the rest of them and then drove out to Moab, Utah, which is fucking Sick sweet as fuck. as fuck, dude. Like My parents went to Moab on their fucking little trip around the... Oh, no shit? Yes. Dude, they went. They go on some weird. Things. Dude, like, but that's why it'd Dude, be cool parents, to move to Denver. Yeah, it's because like you can hit the desert. You can. Hit, you can hit the mountains. It's got basically what Oregon's got, other than the coast, which yeah. is admittedly pretty sad for me. I would yeah. love to be able to see the coast. I would like to spend a summer in Denver. <coughs> yeah. Could you imagine that summer in Denver album? Ooh, Ooh that's summer, summer. summer in Denver. Summer in Denver. Summer in Denver. I was fucking her butt because you got to. Denver omelet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to this. Speaking Denver. of Denver omelet, uh, but yeah, so let's move to Denver. Because again, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how old you are, but as you get older, you get closer to. You probably have Damn. kids at some point. Get in a relationship. If you're single and you got time. Now's the only real time you can really get out and do whatever the fuck you want. So, we've been thinking Denver. Oh, I think Denver's the spot. Um, okay, what's... Alright, if you had to pick a spot... On, on, Kevin's grabbing some ice for his whiskey. On the East bourbon, Coast. Rather. Bourbon. All whiskeys are bourbons. But not all bourbons are whiskeys. Incorrect. Incorrect, All bourbons are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are bourbons. There you go, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. That's what you get from the food. Sometimes whiskeys typically have additives, coloring. It could be a number of things. All right. Um. Anyways, if you had to pick a city, like on the east coast or like, eat more east than Nashville, where would you choose? <coughs> New Orleans or somewhere in coastal Florida. I really like. I don't. I can't think of any cities that would be a comedy hotspot. But I really like the Carolinas and Georgia. I really like that. I heard little, South Carolina is pretty sweet. I really like that area, like right in there. I don't yeah. know why, but that is always. No, I've heard it's pretty sweet. I always wanted to go there. <coughs> so, 
Which one would you pick? I would pick Georgia if I had to pick one of those. Atlanta? Athens. Go to fucking University of Georgia and just do some... Bulldogs. Open mics over there. Yeah. All right. I mean, I don't... I think Atlanta is... Atlanta scares Atlanta scares me. That's because you're racist. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. But yeah, I mean... Atlanta would fucking chew me up and spit me out, dude. I drove through there on my way to Chattanooga one time. You drove through Atlanta to get to Chattanooga? No. Actually, I do think that you cross apart, but that might have been when I drove to Pensacola. Oh, Pensacola. I'm going to go to a Florida town, but oof, you got to be careful down there, too. I might have talked about it before, but Pensacola is fucking tits, man. It's... The East Coast is just... That's the Gulf, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, I know. That's like near New Orleans. Oh. All that just seems very foreign to me. Like, I couldn't even imagine. Like, I went to New York City. But here's the thing. Think about yourself in a new place where you've never lived, but now you're living here. Denver. No, I know, but just, like, picture it. Yeah. It's going to be different than the way that you sort of interact now. And by the time you get back, you will be a different person. Like making that move ensures that you become a evolved person yeah, in the but process. That sounds best in Denver. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I like Denver. I like Denver. I learned how to ski. Yeah. I learned how to ski. I got to get through all these real estate deals I got, and then I'm ready to move. I'm going to have to get my hands on some sort of cash. <coughs> All right. Get a U-Haul and just fucking take off? It might not be by March. Oh, it could be. Well, but it might be later. Good, because then there'll be no snow. <coughs> I've got... I'm down to start in the spring, do this. Yeah, I mean, let's... Okay. Let's say at least, at least a year from now, but I'm saying September is my goal. I'm going to get out of the real estate game. Oh, then we're going to be there right when it starts to turn shitty. Oh, it's beautiful at that time. Yeah, but I don't know, gonna maybe it's summer. Yeah, but then we get bored. Fucking shred, bro. I'm not bored. <coughs> I'll teach you. Yeah, but mm, I'd rather be there for summer. <coughs> Outdoor concerts at the fucking Red Rock Amphitheater. Good God. Okay, so September is the goal. Ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you can get out of there sooner, wherever you live, to wherever you're moving. But yeah, I'm saying September. Alright. I think we can make it happen. I think we can make it by September. I think I've got to sell four houses by then. I think I can do it. You sell four houses by September? I think so. September. So. It could be done by five. Five? <sighs> Technically one's a sell and a sell. So. So that counts as to two. To sell a new house plus sell the old house. So it's a two for so it's a doofer. Doofer. I don't know what a doofer is, but it actually no, kind of works. No, no, it actually kind of works. What about San Antonio? I've been to San Antonio. I would rather go to Austin if I'm going to Texas. Me too. I've been to San Antonio. You can get some pretty good Mexican flair there, dude. <laughs> I got a poncho and a I do play strictly Mexican music. In an underground deal where they bartered with me. I kind of want to listen to my favorite Mexican song of all time. It's the one with the horns that go. Well, it's Embrujado. Embrujado. They're great horns in that fucking song. Trumpets? Yeah. I used to play the trumpet. 
I'm sure there's trombone in there. So, yeah, maybe we'll consider Texas. I would consider But at the current time, ladies and gentlemen, number one is Denver. Denver. If you guys got other suggestions, hit us up with What, what do you think about... What? Hopefully Allie <laughs> doesn't listen to the podcast. But how do you feel about Boise? No. Yeah. Fuck no. That sounds pretty good to me. Fuck no. Ooh. I want nothing to do with Boise. It's good fishing? I drove through Boise. No. You drove through Boise? I've yeah, and I got to look at it. I don't like it. I don't want to live there. been to Boise. I don't want to live there. I'm telling you right now. I don't want to live in Idaho. Yeah. But. But. Nope. No but. What do you think about Vegas? I would take. Ooh. That, that strikes me as another New Orleans kind of thing where we should. That strikes we me would as not be responsible enough. and drug addicted. Oof. Dark. That's some dark darkness if I lived in Vegas. Yeah. You'd have to just get used to like feeling like a really shitty person. <laughs> At least if you acted the way that we typically act. But hey, what are you gonna do? You seen leaving Las Vegas? What about Oklahoma? It's a great film. What about Oklahoma City? No. Agreed. Austin is better. Here's the thing: if you're gonna move to the South, Austin's the best. The South. Yeah. If you want to stay in the West, is Denver. Denver. If you want to go to the Northeast, is nothing. <laughs> it's a big nothing. Is it nothing? Is there nothing up there? And I wouldn't be sad about moving back to Portland, but I, I would like to go check something out. I don't want to come back. I would to like to go check Denver something again. out. I would like. I mean, I'm. I would like to come back. Open person is I would like to, at some point in my life, come back to Portland and it'd be unfamiliar to me, and I'd be like, "Fuck this place! I want it to fucking burn in hell." I like Portland. I like the vibe that it has, but the city sucks. <laughs> I want it to burn in hell. <laughs> the city just like I don't know. The city's not that bad. The traffic's shitty. Mostly Californians now. That's what sucks about it. Yeah. You can't beat them up either. It's so, not politically correct. Denver, Austin, Phoenix. I live in Arizona. Arizona sounds nice. Arizona <coughs> might be number three on my list, honestly. I'd probably put Arizona on my number three. If they were, if they were Democratic. Go live with Stanhope in Arizona. But yeah. In yeah. Bisbee. Yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. There's yeah, but there's really not much of a scene there. But the Stanhope pretty much just plays like the club, the one club that's there. But although that is where he recorded No Place Like Home. But twenty sixteen. The Cardinals play the Niners at home every year. Every year? They're in the same division. So they do home and home. Oh yeah. So I get to go see them every year. Fascinating. There you go. Fascinating. <coughs> then you can feel like Patty. When he loses to the Niners. Yeah. Fuck it, right, fuck you, regular Patty. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, oh fucking regular Patty. <coughs> fucking regular Patrick. <clears throat> so there it is. I think that's my top three places to live. Denver, Austin, Arizona in general. <laughs> we'll see you after the break. Hi, I'm John Johnson. And I'm Jerry Tinglecrotch. Welcome to Indie Ganja Jones and the Temple of Shrooms. 
the game show where we feed you a bunch of drugs and then you play Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? We've yet to have a winner, and all it takes is answering a few simple questions about math, geography, and science. That's right, John. Maybe this week someone will finally take home the coveted prize. A fondue set and a lifetime supply of Tostito Scoops. Boy, I wish I could win that prize, Terry. Hey, Terry was my father. Call me Mr. Jingle Crotch. Will do, Mr. Jingle Crotch. Well, it appears our contestant is high on mushrooms and can't find the stage. Well, we wrangle him in. Let's go to a word from our sponsor, Roto Eye Drops. And remember, it's not really a drug problem if you're laughing. Let's get it. Yeah, so we got fucking wild. Well, let's just talk about it. So our flight was scheduled to leave Friday at 7.30. So we got to the airport... At 2. Naturally at 2. Because we figured it'd be a good idea to start drinking. Yeah, we want to get a couple drinks before our flight at 7.30. We'll land get about 9. Get a couple cocktails. Get we'll land about cocktails. 9. We'll get picked up. We'll get to Forgotten's house about 10. We'll go out to party. Yeah. So we get there at 2. We hit a... Get, get a couple, couple of the bars. airport bars. We hit a couple airport bars. Get a few drinks. We get a couple twenty twos, and then we get a we get a uh, vodka tasting, a vodka yeah, whiskey tasting. We did not just need the spirit flight. That was no. Oh, so it's what like did three we get shots. at the first bar? We each got two. We each beers? got two twenty twos of heavy IPAs. Beer. Yeah. All right, and then didn't we go to Russ? So then we got the spirit tasting. Then we went straight to the spirit tasting. Then we went to Russ's bar. Uh, which is where we got about two and a half to three shots. Okay, so I was already drunk when we went to the bar that Russ wanted to go to originally. Yeah, well, because we started drinking before Russ even picked us up. Yeah, well, we got... So, okay, so this is actually... Okay, this is... All right, this is not good. So we went to that bar that Russ wanted to go to. Yes. Right next to when you come in. Come back. And we got sandwiches. Oh, yeah, and we yeah. got sandwiches and drinks. And a bunch of IPAs. At that place also? You talking about when we got the fresh squeezed? I'm talking about the when we third got the place? sandwiches. Yeah, where we got the sandwiches. Yep. We oh, got, yeah, I got a pastrami, or no, I got like a French dip. The point is, yeah, we got a bunch of fresh-squeezed IPAs there. Yeah, okay, so it went beers, IP, a bunch of IP, like regular, no, no, it was White Claws, and a bunch of IPAs, then a flight of, like, booze for, like, three shots worth. Then we got a bunch of fresh-squeezed, was like 6%. And then we got on the plane. And then we got on the plane. And on the plane, Kevin immediately fell asleep. I passed the fuck out. I literally All sat right, fair enough. He passed out. And passed the fuck out. And then as soon as, then as, soon as, as, soon as the drink waitresses came by, Kevin perked up, right the fuck and out. And I ordered a double whiskey, double Crown of Coke. And so they I gave me the other, two yeah. Crown bottles and one cup. They didn't even give me a can of Coke. They just gave me one cup worth of Coke. I, on the other hand, got two bottles of Crown, two Jack Daniel bottles, and a full can of Coke. And what did Patty I did get? ask, though. And what did Patty get? Patty ended up, I think, getting three, and then we split. We split like half of mine. Okay, and then so Russ got four. Yeah. And Russ gave me one, so me and Russ each got three. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which I was only supposed to get two. Kevin perked up they, despite looking very tired a minute ago. Yeah, I'm ready to go now. So naturally we take those three shots. Yeah. Of course. Because what else are you going to do? We're thirsty. We drink them. And then... And uh, now, at this pa- point... At luckily, this point, Patty had uh, Practical Jokers on his little DVD At this player. point right now, I check out. Yeah. I don't remember... So this is... You're good from the rest yes. of the night? All right, yeah. I'll tell you guys how this part goes. So we land, uh, and as we're walking out of the airport, we see this cop stand on the side of him oh. waiting for our Uber to show up, and Kevin starts jive with him. He's fucked up. And the cop looks at us, and he goes like, are you guys going to take care of this? Is this guy all right? We're like, no, he's good. Kevin obviously pulls out a cigarette, fucking lights it. And it's like, no, 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 he's good. And we start jiving with the cop, and the cop's super cool, totally fucking chill. And, like, we just, like, jive with him for a while until our Uber showed up. I don't remember exactly what was said, but he was... Not important. The guy was awesome. We, yeah. Then we got our Uber, we got to our hotel, we went up, we dropped off our bags, and we decided, it, you know what, it's time to actually start drinking. So we started going out to the bar. Now! Now it's time to yeah. start drinking. Now it's time to start and drinking. I don't remember this whole part of it. So the rest, so the rest of us, we all... Go out. The first bar had a dude with a sweet fucking hipster mustache where he had like a, the full beard, but the mustache was pulled out and then curled in a full circle. Guy looked tough. Not really. He looked like he cared about it a little too was much. Was he wearing like wooden shoes? He might have been. But he was behind the bar and we oh. all got a bunch of whiskey and Cokes. We all had a few. And then at one point, I'm drinking. We're all drinking. Kevin goes out to smoke and I drink most of his Crown and Coke. And then the guy just hands me. I was wearing crown and coat. Yeah, and then the guy, it might have been it might have been well. Oh, I hope it might have so. been well. I hope so. But the guy handed me because a coat and he on goes, a strict budget. Pro- and the guy goes probably yeah, me too. The guy goes probably a good idea. And then I filled the rest of your drink with coke, and it's like he's not gonna notice. No, and I didn't, and I'm I'm mad yet glad that it happened. Yeah, because, because I, didn't I felt need like shit that the next booze. I didn't need those booze. So we're partying in Chinatown. So that was so that oh, was a bar near we our met? house. Wait, is that where I? So is that the bar where I was speaking broken Spanish to an Asian? Yes, person? this is the place where Kevin was speaking broken Spanish to an Asian person, who said, "I don't know what you're saying." And I, I think it was that one. Oh, it could have been the next one. So we go to the next bar, which is sort of a more sort of party On atmosphere. The same night? Yeah, more party atmosphere. How are you guys? How are you guys? Wait, no, no, no. This is where we take the. This is where we take the Jaeger shots. The Jaeger that I bought. You bought those? Baller move. Baller move. So we go to the next bar. We take Jaeger shots. I start hitting on this chick, who's at the bar with her brother, who starts jiving with Patty or Russ, and I'm like talking to his sister. What am I doing? I have no idea. We can't find you. Uh, but apparently you bought us some Jaeger bombs, so we take some Jaeger bombs. I feel like I remember that, but I also could have just been a part of it. Get another drink, and at some point we, we either hit another bar, or then we also got whiskey shots. Ugh. I don't quite remember the whiskey shots, I'll be honest with you. I might not have been there for that. I remember saying goodbye to the brother and sister people, so we, it had to have been a third bar. So we were all... We were all together the whole night? Yeah. I never got separated from you. You were really angry at everybody, because we kept calling you Jason. Oh, yeah, I do remember that, kind of. Yeah. I do remember, I do vaguely remember getting called Jason. We called you Jason a bunch, because you are. And then we just went to these different bars, and it's like, wow, Kevin's pretty mad. But we didn't know really about what other than we called you Jason. But beyond that, beyond that, and the talk of the brother and sister and the Jaeger shots and potentially the whiskey, 
I don't remember anything. And then we woke up the next morning, and my eyes were blood fucking shot. I don't remember being mad at I, all. I remember no oh, angry mad. vibes. You were mad. At all. You were mad. I don't I, I don't know what about, but you were mad. I mean, it wasn't anything lasting. I don't, yeah, no, for I don't that, remember. For those moments, you got mad. I don't know. I don't remember either. So, so I don't really care. But The next day, I woke up with bloodshot eyes, feeling like the devil's dick. I pulled my own trigger in the shower, which is you stick your fingers down your throat to make you, yourself puke. puke. And I puked like five times in the shower. Felt no better, but technically better since I got it out of my system, but also not better at all. And then we met, because we were waiting for Fergani to finally show up. I weirdly Fergani, of course, from other classic stories in San Diego and San Francisco the first time. I weirdly felt decent that morning. You were pretty obnoxious that morning. You kept making horrible jokes while I felt terrible. Granted, I might have been biased. Jokes about what? They weren't real jokes. When was I... You just kept going, F-U-N-K... That morning? That was the night before, I thought. It spilled over to the morning. Well, okay, okay. But Although, was, I was destroying every bathroom I walked That through. was once we got with Fergani. Yeah, when that's we what I'm saying. we were down in the hotel, that was... Oh, oh my fucking oh. debit card got shut off. Oh, that's true. I was trying to figure out how the fuck to get my debit card going. I felt like dick that morning when we were just, like, sitting in those chairs. The chairs, granted, comfortable. Did you get some water? I the did. first night I, I had, they like, had orange I didn't like water. It tasted. The first night they had orange. I thought water. it was shitty orange water. Did you try any of the cucumber water? No. The cucumber water was fucking awful. Fair enough. The orange water was delicious. Well, the deal is, when we were at the hotel the night before, we got a bunch of fucking pizza, and so it just felt like shit. I yeah, I tried to order the pizza, and my card kept getting declined, oh. and so I was like, "This is fucking gay." It'll happen. And then so the next day, I tried to check my <laughs> balance at an ATM. It was like, cannot do this. And it was like, I fucking got a text message from my bank like your car got shut off. So I had to fucking call my bank all morning trying to get it turned back on. Sure. <sighs> then we rolled those scooters. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. The skip scooters. Skip scooters. You just get a fucking app. You take a picture of the QR code and then it turns on the scooter. You can ride forever. It's like 15 cents every minute. So we rode 13 minutes both ways. We saw basically all of San Francisco. Yeah. For two ninety five each trip, six dollars total. Basically. It was. Oh, that was so fun. <coughs> that was literally so fun. It got rid of my hangover. I felt like fucking dog <coughs> dicks the next. And morning. then we finally the morning that we're talking about right now with the orange water. I felt like dog dicks that morning. And the second I got on that scooter, my entire morning turned. And then around. we finally. Fergani could not take us to a fucking bar. He would not take us to a bar. Fergani cannot just take us to a bar. Fergani, I love you, but just love you, bro. take us to a bar. Take us to a bar. Where we can get drinks. We did the same thing in San Diego. We went to that fucking Rivas. We just went to Rivas, San Diego. That's all we did. Yeah. Then we went to the cigar shop. It's like when we land, we're drunk. We're looking we need to get to some keep cocktails. The buzz going. Look, if you don't keep it going, we're gonna start fading. We're gonna start fading. You gotta keep that BAC. Oh, so we son. gotta get the drinks. And then once we went into that bar, I ordered first, hot off the gate, vodka and Red Bull. Oh, that's and true. Then, and I, I ordered a vodka and something else, but then I found out that my drink was the same as Kevin's. So it's like, of course I should have just gotten a vodka Red Bull. And then the guy was like, uh, cash only. And I had zero cash. Because I don't know what I don't know what happened the night before, but I have no cash. Luckily and I brought 69 I also, ones. All my cards were declined. 
Because I I didn't have any access to my money. Yeah. So all of a sudden I bought my first round. Well, I did bring 69 ones. But I just looked like a real dipshit ordering the first drink in a cash only bar with no money and no access to money. It was a pretty bold move. It was a bold it move. Was a bold it was a bold move. It was a bold move. It was a bold. <laughs> I was pulling a lot of bold moves. Yeah. God. So damn we it. so we had a few drinks there and then we moved on oh, and then we went to the bar none which was like this lower. Uh, you ladies and gentlemen might have noticed I've been coughing a little bit of this episode. It's I think it's because of our Donnie. trip to the bar none. So we went to the bar none where the guy basically poured us triple shots of vodka with the tiniest splash of orange juice and called it a screwdriver. $3. Not that I'm complaining. For three or four dollars. For four dollars. It was four dollars each because it was five. You could get five drink or you could get four drink. You could get five drinks for, for 20. twenty. Yeah, because yeah. So. We got a bunch of those, and that guy poured them fucking, uh, seriously, triples with a splash of orange juice on the top. But the thing that I think might have given me the cough I have is we're playing the classic beer pong. The whole downstairs, so it's a I basement. I did not play. It's a basement bar. Kevin feels all right today. Yep. There's a basement bar that looked exactly like my fraternity basement. But with a papa shot. But with a papa shot. And then we started playing beer pong. But with the but in the classic way with actual beer, beer where if the, the ball falls on the ground, then all of a sudden you're tossing dirty balls <coughs> in the cups, cups and then you're drinking, then you're drinking them. Granted, you use your wash cup, but then you're washing it in fucking arty dirty bowl. But water. here's the thing: they had paint cans down there. Like it was literally just it was a, a trashy place. basement. Bar none, San Francisco. But it was a complete fucking Get up blast. the fucking stand And then we all go outside. We're all like hanging out, and then we're all just having the best classic drunk conversations. Then it's oh. like, all right, it's time to move on. Let's there go. was a UW fan there. I talked oh, shit to him. Oh, and then Kevin him. wanted to stop by the weed shop. I did stop by the weed the shop. The apothecary. Two doobies. There they is, called him Tex. There's a weed shop in San Francisco that calls me Tex. And that's all that I need in my life. So, and Kevin's pretty fucked up by this point. Not a shocker there. And no, then we, no, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no. I'm coherent at this point. Oh, because we still have to take pictures. No, yeah. No. I, I was coherent when I bought the two joints. I even got the discount because I signed up, and then we. But I'm saying right days. after that's where we go to the ferry, which no, is no, where no. things we go right. We smoke a couple. We dudes. smoke a couple on the on the street. Yeah. People don't give a fuck. Yeah, and then. Yeah, and then we go to the ferry, and so we take our pictures with Trump and Kim, Kim Jong Un. You can see those pictures on our Instagram. Good time and buds at Instagram.com. I don't think that's right. That's yeah, something. It's technically, yeah, good time and buds maybe. At Instagram.com. That's without a G but, on the timing. But we go there Their and... faces look weird. It's weirdly accurate. Russ allegedly <coughs> buys tickets for everyone. Russ bought tickets for everyone. Definitely gave it to Kevin. Look, Kevin thinks he didn't. I never got it. And we, all here's, got, but, we all got ours. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. When So as soon as we took the pictures with Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un, I left to take a piss. I think he either got and them before or after back, either no, of those no, things no, happened. But when I came back, it was only me and Fergani. And Fergani already had his ticket. Then I think he gave the tickets to us before we even took the pictures with Trump and Kim Jong-un. No, no, no. I never got one. You definitely got your no, ticket. No, I did not. Yes, you did. No, I did not. Really? Dude, you definitely I'm, got it. I'm pretty you confident You definitely fucking... Are you I'm serious? I'm pretty confident I didn't. Kevin, because I the left. rest of us got our tickets. But I left to think- go piss. And then you got... How is it? How is it? Uncon- All of us got it. And you don't remember? Maybe because no, no, of the alcohol. No, I know. I agree with that. But how is it unreasonable to think that Russ bought the tickets? We took the picture. I went to piss, and then Russ handed you guys your tickets, and I was gone. So because literally, I didn't get the pictures. 
Because after we took the pictures, I went and pissed. I literally immediately. I didn't get the left. pictures until I asked for the pictures, though. So it's the same. But how could you have? But you easily could have got the ticket, and I didn't because I left to piss. I think you're a hundred percent wrong. Russ but gave when his tickets I came out back, to everybody. Okay, and are you suggesting okay, that he reached but, in his pockets, but, found the ticket, and went, oh, I don't want Kevin to find out, and then threw it away? Yes. That's your suggestion. Once I was on the ferry, yes. That's but, very fascinating. But once I came back to where we all were, the only person left was Fergani. And you guys were at McDonald's, and we went and got flatbread pizza and beer. Like, the, like I literally did a whole different thing than you guys. So it's easily... He gave it to explained. us way earlier, though. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. When? Yes, he did. When? I think directly after he bought them, and then we took pictures with Kim Jong. Where did he buy them? I think you lost it then. Where did he buy them? He bought them at the little kiosk right there when you walk up by the ferry. I don't even remember that. Well, it was it happened. So we go, and we decide to get on the ferry. Oh, the ferry. I don't, <clears throat> Kevin's had a lot to drink by this point. Claims to not remember the ferry ride, Claims which to. was about three hours overall. Do you, looking back on your conversations with me, do you think I remembered it? No. 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 I was. I just don't know what yeah. happened to you because we all drank the same amount. I don't think that's true. I think it is. I don't because I, think dude, it's true. I was fucking gone. But the rest of us. I also didn't eat any. You're not that sneaking day. any. Yeah, but I you're not sneaking any food either. or drinks that I'm not sneaking because I didn't eat because I felt like shit. Yeah, but I drank. I drank two or three. You might have had one extra vodka Dude, orange juice. I drank two or three vodka orange juice while you guys were playing beer pong. Yeah, but we were playing beer pong. Drink beer. Yeah, and I drank two or three. Yeah, but I think I by had myself. All right, I might have had two less than you. Nevertheless, dude, I was fucking hammered. Kevin claims to not. Kevin doesn't remember the ferry ride. The ferry oh. ride was quite. A, no, I know. The ferry ride was quite a time. They served drinks. I remember we getting all... one drink. I do remember getting one drink, and I remember arguing with Russ about my ticket. Those yeah. are the two things I remember. We were all having fun. We went up top. It goes from basically by Alcatraz. It goes past Alcatraz. And, and I it goes over to phone. like Tiburon and Angel Island and Sausalito. We got a couple <sighs> drinks See, in like... Sausalito. Kevin offended some families. The fact that you can remember those names astounds me. Oh, yeah, dude. Sausalito, Tiburon, Angel Island. Hell yeah, bro. I was I was shocked when I found pictures on my phone. Yeah. I was shocked. I was hanging over the edge. You're lucky you still have your phone. I'm lucky. I'm, yeah. I mean, well, I'm the Jerry Rice of Dayton. That's what they say. Trustworthy hands. That's what you say. Yeah. So that was fun. I offended an Asian family, apparently, pretty hard. I also offended the snack cart Okay, there is there is some question as to whether they heard it. Well, yeah. What you said was highly offensive. Whether they heard it, I'm not sure. Agreed. But I'm was, gonna I'm gonna rest my head on that. It was funny slash uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Same with when the butt party bus, but we'll get there too. Oh, and then uh, fucking the uh, boat security just started following us around, like, hey, is that guy all right? And I wasn't. And then they like brought us like a brown bag, like, here's, does he need something to puke? Here's in? what's scary. It's like I completely wasn't because I don't I'm remember any of this. Yeah. But, but it happened. But yet, at the, but at the same time, <laughs> would we not all just allow each one of us to keep doing this? As long like, as it didn't get too yeah, out of hand? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he's all right. No, he's, he's all funny. right. He's all right. He's making jokes, so I know he's all right. Yeah. They're offensive? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But as far as I can tell, they're still jokes. But they were fun. And then, so then we get off the ferry. Eventually, 
Holy fuck, we get off the ferry. Eventually, we get off the ferry. And we're back on the main San Francisco And we hop area. in an Uber. And go uh, to Fergani's house. We go to Fergani's house, and I have one of the best lines of all time, which is where <sighs> Kevin keeps saying he's the king. And I say, the only thing you have in common with the king is that you're both going to die on the toilet. Which was funny. Which was fucking... Got a big I, laugh. Obviously, because Our that's Uber a driver gold, fucking loved that line. That's a gold line. I wish I remembered it, but that's a gold line. Was I referencing the king of North Beach? <laughs> Or were, you we might just, have been or were we just all saying like, oh, you're the... Because we were saying you're the king. We were saying you're the king. Weekend. It's a good thing to give people praise. You're the king. You're the king. We Ooh. might have been talking about the king of North Beach. But either way, God, that's a gold line. The only thing you ever come with the king is you're going to die in the... No, door. we were because we podcasted that night. Yeah, no, no. And then we get back to Fergani's house and... Got a couple joints. Got a couple... Oh, yeah. Fuck, we smoked another joint. Hell, bro. And Hell, then, yeah, bro. And then... Hell, bro. Vivek, I guess we can say his name because he was Vivek, on, yeah, on his, his name's on our other podcast. Yeah. Then we podcast with Vivek. Vivek. You're the king, Vivek. The king of North Beach. The king of the North king Beach. Vivek. So we podcast with him and yeah. Patty and me and you and, and granted, Russ and if, Fergani. It might be a little garbled. There's a lot of yelling. And but like, there's some gold in there. But and Vivek and Fergani and Dino are all going to come up one of these days and we're all going to podcast together. Yes. And... That podcast was raw, authentic, yeah, good time and good natured good, fun. That was good time. We place. were that we were fucked. I was fucked up. Yeah. Well, at that point, I we felt were pretty good. Up. Eventually, I ended up mostly talking okay. with Vivek for like a good thirty minutes. Yeah, and that was good because I kept, like I kept going out and smoking cigarettes. Felt like thirty was so that was good for me. Like but then somehow, somehow after that, I sobered up enough. We all just brought it together. Yep. And we went to Fergani's friend's cocktail party. Oh, then we went to the cocktail party. I remember all of the cocktail yeah, party. Yeah, the cocktail party. I was literally fun. remember like I come to basically walking into that apartment. Yeah. That's basically where I come to. Hey, they had great hors d'oeuvres. They had great. We food. met a bunch of people. There was a bunch of people. Pat, Rust and Patty immediately. The secret is to walk in and you smile at people with a casual face. People think that you're friendly. Rust and Rust and Patty immediately felt uncomfortable. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say this. I don't know how long they were there. Maybe 20 minutes. They just maybe. left. Maybe. Maybe. So they just 10 left. 10 minutes. So they left. So mm. at this point, it's just me, Fergani, and Austin. Yeah. At this cocktail party where me and Austin obviously. For a while nobody. though, it was just me and Fergani because Kevin went down to smoke. And I'm just going, oh, yeah. I think it might just be me. No, that's true. I did go, okay, but... That, but, okay. but then Fergani started introducing me to, hey, this guy's got a podcast. And I go, hey, nice to meet you. Okay, so I so after Fergani, or after Rust and Patty left, me and you were there for a while. Oh, a good while. Like, we had and, a great time. Yeah, and so we were talking. I just kept introducing people to each other that they already knew. And then um, I went out. So then, yeah, I kept introducing people as Seth. Have Everybody you met my friend Seth, Seth? Have you met my friend Seth to people that already knew each the other? Charming way to introduce people. And then there was that one guy Gunner that really liked to be called Gunner. Because his name wasn't really Gunner. No, but he really liked to be called Gunner. Yeah. So, but there was a few people that we knew. There were a lot of cute chicks there. Oh, dude, there were so many cute and, chicks. Uh, but everyone at that party. Seemed, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you go to a, I they mean, honestly, I think down. I can offer this advice as an experienced person. If you go to a party full of people you don't know. Go straight to the hors d'oeuvre table and do not hesitate. You no. take a little bit of this. You take a, you establish your establish dominance, dominance by taking any amount of food you want. And then you start turning around and you talk to people. Agreed. Just go, hey, how do you know so and so? Or like, or it's introduce super easy. people, or just start introducing people. That's another method. But I went outside to smoke and I met up with a couple dudes and their girlfriends, 
And, dude, I was just, literally, I was just ripped. I was laying into him. I was saying whatever I wanted. And it was a fantastic night. And having a good time. And then we started talking. They were, like, doing some business thing. And I was like, I'm not a part of that. But well, because they're rich because they're in San Francisco. Yeah. And, dude, it was so, that cocktail party was almost as good as the last one. The only reason it wasn't was because we didn't end up on the roof with a super hot chick from Greece. Good call. But yeah, other than call. that, other than that, that Great was party. better than Patrick Chang's. Yeah. AKA Yellow Patrick. Yellow Patrick. But. And then we went to the Palm House. Then we went to the Palm House. Or the House. Palm Club. It's Palm no, House. It's, Palm and Club. it's the Palm House for sure. And we were there. We get to the bar and Sam the girl, not Sam the guy, immediately hands me, me and you, yeah. two giant. Good cocktails. Uh, I think it was just like rum and soda or something. I don't know. But me and Austin just get two giant cocktails. And go back to this other part of the bar where it's just like, I don't know, it's not, what are those clear plastic tarps that people... I think they call it a clear plastic tarp. Is that what, okay, whatever, but okay, yeah. With yeah, the, clear plastic tarp. With the heaters, so it was yeah. warm, but we were outdoors, but indoors, and we it's were just plug. sipping these cocktails in this fucking Middle East, like this, this Indian guy, I don't know, just walks up to me, and he's like pretty buff. And he, he starts flexing on Kevin. He flexes on me, which is which my is move. because Kevin that's and I flex on each other all the time. That's my fucking move. He flex. And so he flexes on me, and I grab it, and I'm like, oh, dude, that feels like Jello. And he gets like, what? 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 I was like, oh, dude, that feels like Jello. That's soft. And he's like, oh, feel it again. So I squeeze it. He's like, ah, that's Jello. Let me see what you got. So I flex. He's like, oh, dude, you don't even have any muscle. I was like, all right, let me feel it again. He's like, dude, that's fucking Jello. That's like pudding. That's soft. And he got, like, mad at me and, like, wanted to fight. And then I, like, laughed and walked away. And his friend, like, took him away. And then Fergani was like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. That was when Fergani was like, we got to leave. It is time to roll. And me and you were like, whoa, dude. We're well, Fergani said he was tired. You and I were looking to continue partying. But we're, like, we, do not, we do not belong alone in San Francisco. No, because we'll just keep partying. By any means, because we'll keep partying and we don't know how to get home. No, that's one of my all. biggest flaws in my life. At all. We don't know how to get home. Because I don't know how to get home. So... Party pretty hard, ladies and gentlemen. So and then the that that was that was Saturday. That was Saturday night. So we party, and then we finally get back to our place, and then we crash, and then we wake up the next morning. You know what time it is? It's game day. Game day to go see the 49ers versus the Seahawks. Big I fucking rivalry. Wake up, fucked. Yeah, I wake up better than I woke up the day before. I, I was, was fucked, dude. Yeah. I oh, dude, I felt so shitty. I showered. I put on my Frank Gore jersey. Put on my 49ers jacket. I put on my fancy shoes. I was ready to go to the game, but I felt like shit. And this guy had to go in a party bus, which turned out to not even have a bathroom in it. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Why do you have a party bus with people drinking and getting fucked up, so but we, you don't have a bathroom? So we go from Trash. our hotel, we Uber to Patty, or we walk to Patty's house. We walk to Fergani's house. Fergani's house. We go up that steep ass hill. I told Russ for it was the no other way. For no reason. But he told me he knew San Francisco better. We went up that steep ass hill for no reason. Yeah. And then down the steep ass hill. And then we're at Fergani's house. But then he bought Grey Goose. He did so buy Grey cool. Goose, so it's cool. We're cool with Russ. Yo, yo. We all bought, I bought Fiji water and Gatorade. I bought a Red Bull and Gatorade. And then we did all Patty that. Patty bought some hazy IPAs. Yeah, and Patty bought some hazy IPAs. So we did all that. Went to Fergani's house. Got in the Uber. Went to the Bus stop to get on the party bus. 
Got there literally pretty good timing right before the bus yeah, got you there. You should have seen this chick's ass in these yoga. Oh, pants. dude, she was hot as fuck. It was, but no, that is where we met it was our new best friend that we didn't know we were gonna. You talking about Black Patrick? I'm talking about Black Patrick, the AKA King, also known Black as the Black Great Trick, One, the or Great Big Baby one, Jesus, Big Baby Jesus, Black Trick. We met him right there. One of the only 49er fans in a sea of Seahawks fans. Yeah, a sea of hawks, if and you will. A sea of hawks. Ew. Ew. And then we get on the bus and we have five people. There are five of us. And we bring one fifth of Grey Goose and six beers. And we are passing that around. And this motherfucker, Black, Black Patrick. Patrick, with his wife, who is not drinking, pulls out four fifths four fifth of, Captain, of Morgan. Captain Morgan. Almost a gallon of Captain Morgan for just himself. It was like a rabbit out of a hat. Every time you finish a bottle, he, he pulled pull out, out another, another one. Fresh. And then he rum. just would, he was, he singled you out. He, he singled me out hard because I was right there. And he goes, you'll take a shot. And luckily he singled out a person who will always take a shot. Yeah. And so Austin was just taking shots. I was in the corner the whole time. You were in the right spot. You were in the right I was spot. just hiding my head, like dying. And then. And we're just getting fucked we're just up getting on the way fucked to the up, game. And we're driving to the game. And there's a duck slash Seahawk fan in the front, like just ahead of us. We're obviously chanting Go Beefs because we're Beaver fans and Niner beefs. fans. And we pass a fucking Home Depot and we all start cheering for Home Depot. Well, originally Kevin said Lowe's blows. No, no, no. We started cheering for Home Depot was first. That what it was? Yeah. Because we started cheering for Home Depot first and then the Seahawk fan, Duck fan, started talking back to me. And I was like, oh, you're probably a Lowe's fan too. Lowe's blows. And it's like, that's and a then, great fucking as saying. As soon as I said Lowe's blows, the whole buzz was just like, yeah, yeah Lowe's blows. And we just started chanting "fuck Lowe's" and go Home Depot. Yeah, like the rest of the way. Every time we passed the Lowe's, the entire the, bus got on board. The, every time we passed the Lowe's, the entire Literally. bus was just booing and fucking thumbs downing the goddamn Lowe's. Lowe's yeah, it's, it's like oh, it was glorious. So we get to the game. We, we finally go get some get beers. We have to walk a fuck long way to get yeah. a couple beers. We each get like three, three twenty-five, 25 ounces. ounces of whatever you want. I drank, I'm going to be God's honest truth, I drank one of mine. Really? And, I yeah. drank two. And we were there for a <laughs> long time. I drank one of mine. Made it through two. But that's hit only because I gave one to Patty. Hit the last two and like... We made our own little tailgater because there was oh, no cars yeah, parked no around. So, so we, we just like started gathering around and drinking drinks. Met a Raiderette. <coughs> Made a Raiderette, that's true. Raiderette, that's what I meant. And Ron Dog. Rondog! Hey, Rondog! Brief but significant Friend. part of the story. Fucking Rondog. Um, so Big then, one from SantaCon 2017. Check that episode. Check that out. Last December. We've recorded it. And then, uh, so, after that we went in the game. Went and found our seats. Again, I, I was the first one in my seat. A, because I'm a 49er fan. But B, because I didn't go to get beer or food. I just needed oh, to yeah. sit Patty down. Oh, yeah. Patty and I went straight to get booze and food. I just needed, just to, I just needed to sit down. Yeah. And then you and Fergani and Russ and Patty all come back with booze and food and shit. I'm just like... Hell yeah, bro. Fucking dying, like looking at our seats, which are <coughs> fucking incredible. Fourth row right in the end zone. Yep. Like, we're just... We're living large. And I am doing everything in my power not to puke. Everything. It showed. Puke. You look like you were in pain. I was. And so, I'm trying to yell because that fucking guy was like, you fucking That cholo. That fucking cholo. Make Introdu- everybody Introduce cheer. himself to Patty, the Seahawks fan with mucho gusto. Yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. 
Yeah, I didn't have to talk to him too much, so I didn't really dislike him. But I do know that when I was sitting down at one point, he goes, "Why aren't you fucking up, you know, hombre?" Yeah, because I'm a Broncos fan, bitch. Because I like the Broncos. I don't like give no, a that shit. Guy and I'm wearing a red sweatshirt. But... That guy sucked on so many. Levels. But he was fun. No, he wasn't. And then uh, they had good food, and then the 49ers went to overtime, and then they won, which was fucking sick. And right at the fourth quarter, it started, started fucking, fucking pouring. pouring outside. And Doug Baldwin had a pretty good game. Bug Baldwin. So we got poured on, and we finally made it back to our Oh, yeah. Bus. We finally made it back to the bus. And then everybody Everyone's piles wet. in. We're all wet. Fucking black Mostly Seahawks fans were pissed off because they lost. And us 49er fans are fucking giving it <laughs> yeah. to them. I mean, like, if we're Beaver fans and they're Duck fans, we went harsh on them. And we went fucking harder on them. We were fucking reaming them. And Black Patrick said he was going to get arrested before he left. He gets, oh. he finally makes it back to the bus. And then this drunk blonde chick comes on. It's like, oh, you didn't get arrested. We're usually so black, proud of yeah. You. Usually black people get arrested. We're it's like Jesus, like, easy. As Let's soon as she says that, we started <coughs> chanting "Lows blows." Yeah, Lowe's get everybody blows. back on the same. Get everybody page. back oh, in the happy spirit. Wait, that's how I knew we were on the right bus. Yeah, and we get to the bus, and as soon as I walk on, this guy goes, "Hey, Lowe's blows, blows." I was like, "All right, yep. we found our people." And so, <laughs> fucking, we start that. We get over that awkward tension. It was awkward, and we're finally about to get ready to go on the highway. And our and bus driver fucking hits a car. We're about to turn right, and our bus driver literally hits a car, thinks it's the curb or something, keeps going, keeps going. rips the bumper off, Clean off the car. Clean off. Off the car. No going back now. You just ripped the bumper off the car. Yeah. So we get out, we do paperwork, all that shit. Again, bunch of drunk, wet, angry Seahawk fans... With a bunch of drunk, a wet, bunch of drunk happy 49 er fans. Going. And we are fucking yelling at them like they are Lowe's and we are Home Depot. Yeah. We are letting them fucking have it. We're using it. it against them. It's like, you guys probably cheer for Lowe's yeah, too, Yeah, we are bitches. fucking letting them have it. And it is a long bus ride home. Yeah, well, he took the back roads and completely cost us like an extra half hour. So we finished minutes. those four bottles of Captain Morgan. Yeah. P.T. Ponytail guy pissed himself. Pissed himself on the seat in front of us while he passed out. While he passed out. Finally, they get... Seahawks fan freak out on the on um, Black Patrick. They cause freak out on shit. Black Patrick for talking shit. Black Trick. They all get off at this one place. All the Seahawks fans just get off. And so then there's like, okay, the numbers on the bus significantly diminish. It's basically just us and Black Patrick. No, not yet. Oh, that's then right. Then we go to one more spot and everyone else gets off the bus. And now it's just us, Black Patrick, and his, his wife. wife. And we are in the back of the bus. And the bus driver, obviously, if you know how buses work, is in the front of the bus. He's pissed. And we just start yelling back and forth at each other. And Black Patrick does not let it rest. We got picked up on Fillmore. And he's like, you picked us up at Fisherman's Wharf. He's guy, no, to, no, I got that picture up at Fillmore Street. And he's trying to just get dropped off at the In-N-Out Burger. Straight up screaming back and forth for like five minutes. And then Black Patrick goes, oh, my neck hurts. I got in a wreck earlier. And it's like, God it's just damn like, it. Oh, the tension grew so thick. This guy's going to kill us. We thought the guy was going to fucking kill us. Yeah. So we stopped and he's like kicking us off the bus. But Black Patrick and his wife, their bag broke. So they like dropped everything. So they like... Could, they wouldn't get off the bus, so we were trapped. God damn it. And so we went to the actual drop-off, and then finally we just, like, sprinted off the bus. We were literally stepping over the empty 
Captain Morgan, Captain Morgan bombs. balls were getting out of the bus. Oh, and then, like, a... we were hyped up until we finally got Fergani's edibles to settle in. And, yeah, and then we took an Uber to Fergani's house and took a bunch of edibles. Finally mm. felt better. Finally felt better. Recorded the second Recorded that. Sesh. Was that the... Oh, that was the second. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That was way better. It was way better. Possibly more offensive, but that was Possibly more offensive. Well, I haven't heard the first one yet, so let's... Me neither. Hold judgment on that. But, uh, yeah, so we did that, and then we were just high as shit. We walked home. We ordered some Chinese food, watched a bunch of ridiculous. We left so much leftover food on that fucking... Yeah, we did. God, I could eat all that right we now. We watched a bunch of ridiculousness and a bunch of X on the beach. X on the beach. Then the next day, we had to leave. So we might as well go get cocktails at the airport. So, well, and we went to that breakfast place and got mimosas and a burrito. Oh, that's right. We did get mimosas. And then we tried to walk to the dispensary. It turned out to be fucking medical, medical only, only. Which is a bunch of bullshit. For, for the record, San Francisco, step your fucking weed game up. No shit. McMinnville has a dispensary every on minute. every corner. And they're fucking open at 7 a.m. Yeah. Step your fucking shit. How Bull are you supposed to fight a hangover? Exactly. How are you supposed to fight a hangover? Holy fuck. No shit. If we had those when I woke up that first morning, I'd have felt fine. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. That was brutal. San Francisco fucking sucks for that. But other than that, it's been it was great. It was great. It was great. And uh, yeah. Then we went to the airport. <laughs> and we got more Three drinks. Three screwdrivers. Three screwdrivers. Another one on the plane. I got two on the plane. I got a single. You got a double. The other two didn't get anything. You got to get doubles, bro. I was just watching. I was just <laughs> Then we got off. Ended up going to uh, Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wild Wings. Couple more a few cocktails. More. Forgot to use my gift card. <laughs> Realize that when I got when I fucking pay for the next thing that next day, it's like God damn it! How often do I even go to Buffalo Wild Wings? I didn't never my gift because card. you've had those gift cards for a while. Fucking oh, that is funny. It was frustrating. So that all was, right, that was, San Fran. that was San Fran round two, and here it is your inspirational quote of the day. This week's quote of the day brought to you by William Soroyan. If you're alive, you can't be bored in San Francisco. If you're not alive, San Francisco will bring you to life.